Get a little more out of watching NBA games with Daily Fantasy. Every LeBron James drive, Jokic rebound, or Steph Curry game winner means so much more when you're playing with DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports. Download the top-rated DraftKings app now and use promo code TBPN when you sign up to get your free shot at up to $10,000 in total prizes every day of the basketball playoffs. Head to DraftKings Pools page to get your shot at huge cash prizes. That's promo code TBPN for limited time only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for full details. <laughs> That's horrible. Your basic, you're so shitty that every time you're on the floor, your team starts losing, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Man, game one of the NBA Finals just happened, but apparently there's already a champion. The Suns and Ford guy is making some money. KD sucks at social media, and Jimmy Butler and Rachel Nichols have rumors swirling around them. I'm Rosa Panta, and this is the Clinic All-NBA Podcast. Of course, I have the two hooligans here with me again. JJ, how you doing, man? My name is... Happy 4th. I love you, America. John, how you living, my friend? My name is... I'm good. Glad to make it out of 4th of July alive. (laughs) Even though I stayed at home and did nothing. Let's be real. Too old for that stuff, man. I'm too old for that stuff. The Suns just waxed the Bucks. JJ, what are your thoughts? Oh... The Bucks wanted more of a game. Uh, props to Giannis though. Came back after seeing his knee go backwards a few days ago. Crazy. And uh, he had to show up. And unfortunately, in my opinion, I don't think his teammates showed up. Especially Middleton and Holiday. Yes, sir. They're the number two and number three. And they needed to play not only offense, but defense. But it seemed like when you watched the game today, that the Suns did whatever they want. And the score reflected that. Yeah, I absolutely agree. John, what did you think? I know you're never supposed to call a series after one game, maybe even after two, but I'm going to do... This is our pod, and I'm going to do whatever we want, right? I'm going to do whatever I want. What? I'm going to... I don't think the Bucks have a chance, and I'm going to call it right now. I think... Oh, man. America... Chris Paul is going to win his first ring. What? I mean, it, <laughs> after so many years of failing, choking, blowing 3-1 leads with multiple teams, I think we're finally going to see Chris Paul with a ring on his finger and him hosting up that Larry O'Brien trophy. Now, I know there's a lot of people out there who are thinking, man, this is, this is awful. JJ is one of them. <laughs> but... You know, you just, you have to just, it's one of those things where you just have to say, you know what? It's, he, it's going to happen. Let it happen. He's a hell of a basketball player. He cries a lot. He flops a lot. He definitely is not very likable. I'll be honest, but he's putting up those results on the basketball court. And you know what? He got a ring. He's going to get a ring. And and I guess we should be happy for him, right? Are, Are you predicting that he's also going to win? the NBA Finals MVP? Bruh. Are you there yet? Oh, that's a great question. I, you know what? I'm going to stick with Booker. I think Chris Paul had a great first game, but I think Booker's going to take the Finals MVP. Yeah. JJ, what do you think? Or you're not, you don't want to think about it yet? I think Chris Paul <laughs> will win it, but I do like what I see in Booker, and Booker's doing what MVPs are supposed to do, yes, sir. which is going to the line. 
he shot the most free throws i think i think 10 free throws tonight yeah. and the bucks fans are super pissed about that bucks fans felt that they should have got more calls but when you have middleton trying to be kobe 12 for 26 and holiday <laughs> 4 for 14 you're not gonna win man that's just straight up how it is and, the, yeah, and, and I, I, sorry i was go ahead june I was just going to say, I, I need to shout out DeAndre Ayton. I mean, this man gets 22 points and 19 rebounds baby, baby. in his first NBA Finals game, in his first NBA playoffs. Like, that's absolutely incredible for a young a young center. And it just seems like he might be the might have been the best center in this whole playoffs, I want to say. The the way hey. that, the I like, as efficient as he is, as disruptive as he is on defense and yeah. as effective he is at rebounding i mean he's just been a constant a constant player and that's absolutely what you need on a championship team yes sir and lopez and you know i know Giannis is injured but they're no jokes when you box out for rebounds yeah that's including like pj tucker i know that he's small but he's a power forward there's a reason that he guarded kd the last game true so props to Aiden getting those boards. Pretty crazy. Yeah, absolutely. John, I was interrupting you. I completely lost my train of thought. Moving on to the next Hold up. next topic. Sorry, I shouted out Kobe. I said Milton's trying to beat Kobe and I well, think yeah. your heart attack. Right, right. <laughs> No, 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 no. You're you're right. Chris Middleton was jacking up shots out there. Nobody Terrible ones at that. I mean, I, I would have never guessed that Chris Middleton would have had 26 shots and Giannis only have 11. Is this something that you guys see, like, Coach Bud fixing? JJ. He needs to fix it. I, I know, I keep saying this, I know Giannis is injured, but he looked pretty good out there. The good part about being a big is that um, just taking up space in the middle of the key could work wonders. That could just be simple touches going inside, outside. The shot selection from the Bucks, it, I think, it was the reason that they lost. You lose. Yeah. Missed opportunities, just rushed shots, and they didn't really make the Suns play defense. But again, like the Suns that are ranked number one on D, maybe they made it, you know, easy. And I have to give props to the Suns for that. Yeah, John. I, I mean, I don't. Coach Bud needs to fix it, but I don't even think it should have been a problem in the first place. I don't know what he was thinking, only giving Giannis 11 shots. And maybe the Suns were playing good defense and denying him the ball. But the Suns, or the Bucks, shot 16 free throws, and Giannis shot 12 of them. He shot 58% from the free throw line. So maybe that's part of the reason why they didn't want to give him the ball. But regardless, he's your best player. And he can draw foul trouble, get your, get the other, get your team in the penalty or in the bonus early and so yeah Giannis needs to shoot way more than 11 attempts in in any playoff game let alone the finals well like what bothers me is that Middleton shot 26 times he like rushed his shots but how are you trying to play Kobe and you have zero free throws I'm Michael Jackson right. you zero free throws not getting to the line that's that's a big one yeah, and that's a that's a, just an indicator. Also, sorry, June, is an indicator that the rest of the team's not being aggressive. They're not driving to the paint. They're not. Exactly. They're 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 settling for perimeter shots, and that's a clear indication based on the number of free throws everybody else shot. Yeah, I mean the only person that got to the line 
was shooting 58% of the line at the line, and that was Giannis Antetokounmpo. And we know his history with with free throws, and that counting down by by Phoenix really seemed to bother him at the free throw line. This is a great strategy, um, and it's continuing to work for the opposite team, whoever plays the Bucks. But another thing that I wanted to mention is that I think the lack of aggression from particularly Drew Holiday, I think John was talking about it earlier before the pod, um, how Drew Holiday's impact is going to be important for this series. John, did you yes, want to expand on that one? Yeah, I mean, it's, well, so Drew Holiday was the big acquisition for the Bucks last year or this offseason. And a lot of people were t- saying, myself included, that he is the X factor. Yeah. He, I think he is the, has the ability to take them over the top because they've lacked a point guard that can distribute, that can get his own shot, that can play elite defense. Drew Bledsoe could play defense back in the day, but he could never score. He was not a threat. Right. Drew Holiday is, but this game says otherwise because he shot really poorly from the field, 28, 29 percent, four for 14. And he had some assists and rebounds. He, he played an overall good game. He did other things, but he was still a minus 16 um, for his team. And that, to me, is not just his lack of uh, high field goal percentage, but it's also his shot selection. JJ mentioned that. And he's not. Put, and the biggest factor that doesn't that the stat sheet doesn't show is that he's not putting any pressure on Chris Paul to play defense. Bruh. When you play this poorly offensively, Chris Paul can rest on the defensive end, and then he can focus all his attention on what he does best, which is the pick and roll um, and and offense, which the Suns definitely needed to win this game. Yeah, I would I would like to see more hunting. I mean, we've seen it in in you know finals past where they find the weakest link, and they continue to attack the weakest link over and over and over. And if you look at this Suns roster. You have to say that it's probably Chris Paul. Your best bet is to attack the 36, 37-year-old over and over. I mean, he looked pretty fresh, though. I mean, 32, shooting 63% and 57% from three-pointer. You can't have a Chris Paul like that and expect to win. And it's just just sad that the Bucs don't have that killer instinct. And it seems like the Suns definitely have the killer instinct in Paul and Booker. Can I ask you guys a question? Yeah. yeah, I kind of I got kind of high blood pressure watching or watching <laughs> what's ESPN new and some of the sports. Ch- I know, <laughs> I know. But uh, one of the hot topics, you know, is Chris Paul. If he does win a ring, is he top five point guards of all time? Is he in that list? What? Oh man! And I was just thinking, like, was he even considered? I I know this is gonna be blasphemous, but on a lot of Riders top five point guards. I don't even think he was top five in this year's like ranking. Would you guys put him top five of all time? Point guards is Ooh. for me. It's I can think of right off the top. Right, you got Magic Johnson, Irving oh. Magic Johnson. You have Steph Curry. Oh. You have probably Isaiah Thomas in that list. Oh. Yeah, yes. you got. There's I got two more slots. You could put in um, what the maybe big Steve. O? Yeah, yeah, Oscar Robinson. Oscar Robinson, oh. right. I forgot that he was a point guard. That's a good call. John then, Stockton? Yeah, John Stockton. He didn't win a ring, but oh. you could also put Steve Nash in there. Oh. You could put yes, in... Yes, two-time MVP. Yeah, oh, you could man. put in... So, it's... I mean, it's hard. If he wins a ring, you, I think you have to have a discussion, but I don't... I uh, wouldn't hate on anybody that said, no, he's not in the top five. Yeah. Which point guards would you... Jun, who would you put him... 
where would you put Chris Paul right now with the current oh, NBA man. atmosphere of point guards? You're talking would you put about, him above of, Westbrook? Oh, wait. Like, right now. Current. Like, right now. Current. Who am I taking yeah. right now? I would. You would? Yeah, hmm. I'd I think, put him over Westbrook. I think I would put him over Westbrook, but I think it's because... What? It's because there's a team effect that happens when Westbrook is on your team. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of stat getting. It's not a lot of game winning, per se. Bruh. Especially important games. I don't think he's a clutch player either. I think this year... Chris Paul actually took that next step into being a killer. I mean, in a in a game that they needed to win to close out, he scored 41 points. What? And you can't deny that type of productivity. But I'm still taking like Steph Curry. You know what I mean? Like he's still. Would you take Luca over Chris Paul? I'm still probably I'm probably taking Luca. Oh. Would you take Dame over him? That might be the line. That might be the line. And I think. What? The. My thing is that with Dame Lillard, he is a great scorer. He is a great killer. But Chris Paul's ability to make the team around him better, I think that's the X factor that Chris Paul has. It's literally the Chris Paul effect. We've said that before in in previous uh, pods. John, what do you think between the two? Between Luka and Dame? Uh, Dame Dame and Chris Paul. Yeah, Dame and Chris Paul. And we forgot to mention before you go on, we forgot to mention Kyrie and if you even want to put Jamal Murray and Ben Simmons up there. And Harden. But go ahead. 8%? 8% oh, we need, oh, we need a, we're going to need an entire episode if we're going to include Ben Simmons on that. I know, we need right? a full episode to talk about that. No. So, Chris Paul or Dame? I I mean, I, I think, I, yeah, that line is, is close. But... I would probably take Chris Paul. Now, in Dame's defense, he I don't know if he's had a supporting cast. The supporting cast that Chris Paul has had, not even with the current Suns, but even with the Clippers and even with the Rockets, right? He had James Harden. Yes, sir. Um, And OKC is is the exception. They they played really well last year, and they made the playoffs. They almost got out of the first round. So that was the one exception. But for the most part, Chris Paul has had – a pretty good, if not great, supporting cast. Yes, sir. And I don't know if Dame's had that. I know he's had good pieces around him, That's but I don't point. know if he's had great pieces around him. So the for me, the jury is kind of still out, and I don't know if I can come to an, a you know a a fair assessment without looking at Dame with the kind of supporting cast that Chris Paul has. And then if I'm, he I'm, go ahead, I'm gonna just say that. I'm I'm kind of a victim a victim to recency bias right now. Like this is literally the best Chris Paul that I've ever seen. I'm hands down best Chris Paul I've ever seen, as far as just being able to control the game, get others involved. With Dame Lillard, the sky's the limit still for him. The sky is still the limit. I don't think we've seen the best of Dame. It is still yet to come. I mean, if Chauncey Billups to get him to play off the ball, that's like a whole nother Dame Lillard that we have not seen. So that's my my caveat to my statement. I mean, what do you think, JJ? Who do you who are you taking? I mean, I'm gonna sound like a hater. I'll take everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Paul right now. <laughs> Hold up. 
no, 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 no. You don't sound. You don't sound like. You don't sound like a hater. That's a very. That's a very fair and impartial point of view. He's taking Ben Simmons at the line. That's the Well, moving on to the next topic. Did you guys hear about Tory Craig? Apparently, he is already a champion. They said he's already an NBA champion because he gets a ring no matter what. Because earlier in this year, he played for the Bucks. So he is getting a ring. JJ, what do you think of this? I think it's super whack. Yeah. Like if you didn't if you weren't there for the championship, then you shouldn't be part of the ring ceremony, to be quite honest with you. You know you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of that episode of The Office when Michael Scott is visited by his ex girlfriend Jan. What? And she shows up pregnant <laughs> and he thinks the baby is his. <laughs> But it's not, but he treats it like it's his baby. Like, just because you guys used to date doesn't mean that the baby is yours. Great analogy. Just because you're on the. Yeah, because you used to be on the team doesn't mean the ring was your is yours. You know what I mean? No, that's a great analogy. Uh, no, I, I honestly don't think it's. I think it's dumb. JJ's right. You, If you're not there for the championship, if you didn't contribute towards the playoffs or towards the end of the year, I mean, how much of a championship is it really? Can you really claim that it's yours? So they need to do away with that rule, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. I mean, uh, if the Lakers won this year, would Andre Drummond get a ring? Yeah. If the Lakers won? Yeah. So he got he would get the ring because he's part of the championship, right? Right. Because he yes. participated? Yeah. So like... If you're not part of the championship, you would get a ring too? Like, yeah. do you just give out rings <laughs> just if you're on the roster for the whole year? Yes, Maybe Adam S Silver gives him, like, uh, one of those fake rings from China or something. <laughs> from Wish.com. <laughs> That's where we, we didn't get our wives' rings from Wish.com. Only one of us did. Guess who, wives? What? <laughs> anyway, moving on <laughs> to the next topic. The Suns in 4 guy now has gear. He has gear. He put out a TikTok video saying that he has limited, limited edition photos that are signed, signed basketballs, Steve Nash jerseys that are signed with his name, not Steve Nash, and 25% of everything he earns is going to go to Phoenix Suns Charities. John, what do you think of this? Look, if if guys like Jake Paul can become <laughs> extremely famous and wealthy, you know what? Then anybody can. Let's I have no problem with this, man. If you're if you're trying to hustle and take advantage of a situation, a social or something that went viral, then listen anybody that says they wouldn't do this is lying it's complete is a complete liar yes, you're sir. you know it's it's capitalism at its finest but and some and a lot of people get paid for doing dumb things this is not good this wouldn't be the first time this happened it's been happening for so many years people are getting paid for dumb content dumb personalities oh. stupid Hold stupid up. bleeping stuff so yeah i have no problem with this i mean look at us <laughs> I'm just Good talking. point. <laughs> JJ, what do you think? I just find it hilarious that all the Nugget fans are hating on this dude. And he's right. making money off their expense. 
Hey, hey don't sucker punch him. That's what I'll say. You get, you. that's what you get. Bruh. Yeah, I mean, they really can't live this down. And like, props to this guy. I mean, you know, make your money, like hustle exactly like what John said. And speaking of John, I wanted to ask him about what Andre Drummond had said recently to the media. He said that he would have dominated in the paint if Frank Vogel would have played him more. What? John, do you think this is true? I'm going to surprise some people. Even if it was true, and maybe he's right, I think he might have been right, it wouldn't have mattered because the Lakers still would have lost by 15 or 20 points. Yeah. That's the Andre Drummond that people know and love. He's he's an empty stat patter. He can put up numbers, true. but he they don't they don't it doesn't result in anything positive. It doesn't result in wins. I mean, look at the Cleveland Cavaliers. He was the guy on that team. And they have had awful records year after year, but he's been putting up 20 and 10, 20 and 12, 2015, 2020 games. So who cares you if you lose. put up great numbers and, and awesome stats, but your team still loses? Does it really matter? And I'm going to call out a Warriors legend. I'm sorry, guys, in advance, but Monte Ellis is one is an, somebody that comes to mind. He put up a lot of numbers, but that team wasn't very Absolutely. good. Oh. Yep. Yeah. JJ, you think the same? Yeah, I agree with John. The Monte Ellis analogy was very fair and very true. A lot of people, you know, bashed the Warriors when they did make the trade for Andre Bogut. But yeah. in return, what happened? Um, Steph flourished and we won rings. Yeah. It's true. Even Warrior fans were, were upset and they were booing. I, those were dark days. Anyway. I want to talk about a very sensitive topic here. There's a rumor swirling around Twitter about Jimmy Butler and Rachel Nichols Bruh. during the NBA bubble. Apparently, Jimmy Butler had a noise complaint. And he said that he was like, I guess apparently he was in full like practice gear. And he told uh, the officer or you know whoever worked at the hotel that he was dribbling a basketball. And I guess the complaint that there was very loud thumping, repetitive thumping. I don't know how this rumor came about, but people think that Jimmy Butler hooked up with Rachel Nichols. What? JJ, what do you think of this rumor? <laughs> this is a get, get in trouble with your wife moment. Hold up. <laughs> What do I think about it? I think Rachel Nichols is married, which I think is a problematic issue. True. Right. Number one. Number two, it's like nobody's business. And number three, even though it's nobody's business, we're going to talk about it because it's funny. True. And it's interesting. And this is what we do on pods. Yeah. So to sum it all up, I think it's just hilarious. That's something that you would see in a sitcom. Like someone you hear like dribbling in another room and... The roommates are like, who is that? Yes, sir. What are they doing? They must be acting or doing sit-ups or something. Right. John, have you dribbled a basketball at 2 a.m. before? I do it all the time. What? Oh, right me? there you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess, I guess the story pans out, according to John. I, I just don't... I don't... I don't know where this rumor came from, but I would love yeah. to find out where the source is because 
I know that the people are running with it and media outlets are running with it, but I wonder I want to know where it came from specifically. It's 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 a crazy rumor, I'm not going to lie. Yes sir. I mean, Jimmy Butler and Rachel Nichols is just it's hard for me to just well, I don't want to think about it, but it's 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 just hard to fathom. I don't I don't know. It's a weird I don't know. pairing, right? It's super weird. I just That's a 20-year difference too, man. What? Yeah, seriously. I mean, Props to Rachel Nichols, I guess. I mean, if the rumor's true, but... Props the part... to Jimmy Butler, too, man. Come on. <laughs> Absolutely. And, I mean, the, having the presence of mind to panically put on your practice gear and say that you were dribbling a basketball, like, you're in full-blown practice gear? Like, come on, man. At 2 a.m.? Do you think that they... Do you think, that they clo- do you think they closed down the gym? They don't want people playing at Disney. Disney is just curfew is 11 p.m. Down. at Disney. Right? It had to be closed down. I mean, this is like the height of like COVID, like COVID protocols and stuff like that. But anyway, moving on. KD reacted to a five-year anniversary post of KD joining the Golden State Warriors. He responded with, "This blank, a holiday now." I'm going to start with JJ. JJ, what do you think of Katie's reaction? I mean, I I always feel that Katie um, didn't find find it too fonding about the whole Golden State situation after he got backlash. I mean, as fans of basketball and, you know, a Warrior fan and especially of that team, you know, those memories are near and dear to my heart just because we saw some not only crazy basketball in terms of like talent, but like the way that they shared the ball. Right. Great offense, great defense. And I know people complain about KD joining a super team, but he didn't act like a little little punk and request a trade. Oh. He stayed at OKC for what, almost a decade or more. Right. And I know you visited OKC and I don't want to put you on blast, but you called me and you're like, Dude, help, Lord help me. I don't know what to do. This place is, and I'll let your imaginations ride. Yeah. But you could do whatever you want once you fulfill your contract obligations, and that's what he did. And he wanted to have fun and play with his, with the people he wanted to play with. Yeah, I mean, I, I completely agree. John, what do you think? Help me out here. Is there a, a particular reason why there's an anniversary for the KD joining the Warriors? Bruh. I mean, we have anniversaries for birthdays and weddings and, I don't know, graduations. But this is just, I don't know, it's taking it over the, it's a little, going over the line for me. I don't, I get, again, KD is, he is the baby of all babies. He is... Baby, baby. <laughs> he is something else. I'll I'll leave it at that because I don't I have a I, you know I'm at a loss for words. Yeah. But he kind of has a point. What? Like, why are we even talking about this? Who cares? Yeah, he joined the Warriors. They were a dynasty, a super team. But there were a lot of dynasties in the past. This is we don't celebrate like even five year anniversaries. Yeah, what is this? This is weird. <laughs> it's like those couples that they're like, it's my six month anniversary. Hey, yeah. next week. So Every I can't month. Go out with you guys. <laughs> Every month. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm gonna have to agree with that one too. I mean, KD's response like this this holiday now, it just seems like he's always trying to get like a reaction, especially on social media. Like, does he have to respond to this? Baby, baby. No, no, definitely not. But he's getting he's getting pissed that it's a reaction, but he's giving a reaction to the reaction, which makes it ten times worse. True. Right. Yeah, I absolutely agree, and. So we're going to move on to the next topic, and it's actually about our guy, again, always up in the media lately, Scottie Pippen. I'm Michael Jackson, you Scottie Pippen, it's the, it's the last dance, like one year anniversary, and Scottie Pippen is he's promoting something. He's promoting a new book. He's also promoting his rum, and people are saying that his hot takes lately is basically a marketing strategy. And I mean, I have two marketing geniuses in front of me right now. JJ, what do you think of this? I don't know. I I, I know that contra controversy sales. It's part of like entertainment marketing, sports marketing as well. When they have these narratives, matchups. Yes, sir. But what we talked about last week, and John even said it, which was like when you think about the Bulls, you think about legacy. And we don't want to touch that, man. You, you don't want to speak anything badly about it. And like when Scottie Pippen is doing these hot takes, taking shots of, at Phil Jackson, right. taking shots at MJ. It's just like when you see these teenagers, quote unquote, doing it for their gram. And I think that that's sh- sorry, my language. I don't know if you want to beep this out, but fucking weak, man. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. John. Is there, (laughs) I know I've been asking a lot of questions on this episode, but (laughs) is there a particular reason why Scottie Pippen has a rum now? I feel like everybody has their own alcohol. LeBron has his tequila. There's just, is that the, is that what people like NBA, former NBA players and current NBA players, they get into the, get into alcohol? I guess so. I mean, like Mellow's, Mellow's got wine. I think. Do you guys want to drink his rum now? I yeah. feel like drinking his rum after his yeah. hot takes. Dude, I feel like I, it must be a lucrative business. Alcohol. I mean, it, it makes sense. So anyway, sorry to go off tangent. Back to my point. Of course, Scottie Pippen is advertising, is, is running marketing for his rum. Have you guys seen his recent interviews? It looks like he's, he taste tested his rum a lot in the last two or three weeks. <laughs> the dude is, is kind of off his rocker. And I agree with JJ. He's... He's really not doing himself any favors. He's kind of tarnishing the legacy of him, not only his own legacy, but the legacy of the Bulls, Excuse the 90s Bulls, Jordan, me. that team. And it's just, it's a shame because Scottie Pippen was, again, I said in an earlier episode that he's one of the 50 greatest players. He was underrated defensively, in my opinion. He, I think he's one of the best defenders of all time. Mm-hmm. And he was a true Robin, the number two. And he even proved that he could be a number one to an extent, right? He took the Bulls yeah. far in the playoffs by himself with Jordan. And he was MVP candidate that year. Exactly. Baby, and baby. so it's crazy. It's a shame, again, to see him act this way, to call out his teammates, his coach, calling him a racist what? without any evidence to back it up. It's crazy to me. So is it a good marketing strategy to answer your question? I mean, they always say it, there's no such thing as bad PR, but this is kind of like bad PR to me. If, if there if there ever was such a thing, because he's not 
he's just looking very unattractive, unfavorable, like petty, all of the things that you wouldn't want to invest in somebody, right? So I'm going to say it's bad. I think he's he's just trying to be, for the shock value, he's trying to put his name and his brands out there, but it's not really working, at least in my opinion. True. Yeah, I'm, I agree. I mean, the, the thing that I'm thinking of automatically is that like if Scottie Pippen wants like a new legacy of like a book writer and like a, a businessman like by creating this rum, like why would you shoot down your old legacy? Like why would you try to discredit that simultaneously? It seems like a pretty bad marketing strategy. Also, like if you're running your mouth like that and you're like, hey, not only am I the founder of this rum, but I'm also the number one consumer of this rum. And this is what you'll what, what you'll sound like and look like <laughs> drinking this. I don't know if that's a great look at all, actually. Hey, hey, Jun, do, yeah. do you think that it was a punk move of him? Like, and John, too, this is a question for you, too, which is like, obviously, he didn't like how the last dance was documented because it put him in a bad light. But like... That's number one. Number two, like, do you guys think it's kind of a weak move what, that he apologized for complaining that Kukoc took the last shot and then he's going back on his word? Oh, I didn't and know we that always, like, We were always raised that like when you apologize, that's like the adult thing to do. Yeah. And now he's going back on it. Like, do you guys think that's pretty weak of him? Oh, man. John, John what, do you, what do you think of that? Do I think it's... So he, I didn't know that he apologized. He apologized? He apologized to him and his teammates, like in the last dance, like Bill Cartwright, after Bill Cartwright yelled at him, you know, Scottie Pippen told the team that he was sorry. Steve Curry even reported that. Okay, and then, he Jackson went, reported that. And then he went back on it again. Then he That's went back on it, which okay, was like okay. last week what we talked about. Right. Go, ahead, go ahead, June. I'm gonna say, yeah, that was weak. I mean, yeah, I mean, just going back on it, especially like that many years afterwards, um, I, I don't know what his motive was exactly. Like maybe, I mean, maybe it is a PR move, but I, I'm just going to say that it's weak. It's definitely weak. John. I'll keep it short. Super weak. Bruh. There we go. <laughs> We're going to move on to the next topic. It's been confirmed that next year's playoffs is going to have the play-in tournament once again. We haven't even really talked about this, boys. Like, whether or not we like the play-in tournament or just the repercussions of having a play-in play tournament. John, what did you think of this news? Yes, sir! I wonder if the decision would have been different if we didn't get the Lakers and the Warriors in the play-in. Hmm. Hmm, Very true. Because it probably produced amazing views, amazing viewership ratings. Right. And you have two of the top five stars, entertainers in the league, and Steph Curry and LeBron James. So I think that played a huge part in it. And they were fortunate to get that to get that matchup because the Lakers were injury riddled this year. They were, there's no way they would have been seven if they were healthy. Um and even the Warriors, right? I think that they, they had an opportunity to even be higher than 7th seed. So they were, the NBA was just super fortunate to have that matchup. Um, but I do think that they would have decided to still have the play-in. I think that 
they like the thought of including more teams. When you include more teams in, an, in a potential playoff berth, you're getting more of that market, right? That those small market teams, the teams that are in their ninth and tenth seed, you're going to get more people viewing those games. You're going to get more more ratings. So I think there's also strategy behind it. So I think they would have kept it regardless. But I do think that because the plan was so electric this past year or this year, yeah. that played a big role into their decision. Yeah, JJ. Oh, I loved it. It kind of had the element of March Madness. Yes, sir. Yeah. Where it Good was, take. you know, elimination game. If you're a part of like the higher bracket, you need two games to lose, right? Yeah. So I thought it was really cool that they have they have it. Um, and we'll see next year. Like John said, the Lakers versus Warriors. You couldn't have, honestly, two better teams to represent the play-in. Yeah, yeah, that was fire, man. And not just because I mean, the Lakers won, but because it was actually a really good matchup. I, this guy. I mean, no, for real. The Warriors were, they surprised me. And they were a hell of a team, man. They, they put up a hell of a fight. Bruh. Yeah, I think this is a win for, for the league. I think this is a win for fans. If you thought that the NBA was just rigged year after year after year after year, look at this year. Look at this year. I mean, we have the Bucks and the Suns in the NBA Finals. Um, we had the Lakers and the Warriors literally playing for their their lives this season. So if you think that the NBA is rigged, this is a win. This is a win for the for the league. So I think it's a step in the right direction. I think it's exciting, but we'll see what I guess next year. Um, baby, baby. What happens next year? I mean, the fact that. LeBron James, the great LeBron James, didn't have enough weight to get rid of it next year. I think that's a big storyline, that he was very negative about the play-in, and they're still confirming that it's for next year. Do you guys think anything of this? LeBron's going to sit out next year. He's not happy with his best friend, Adam Silver. <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh, that- See, I could rag on the Lakers, too. Come on. I'm, a, I'm, not, I'm not a tight... I'm not that wound up too tight, but yeah, I I think you made a good point. It's LeBron usually has a lot of pull in this league, and I think we're you know you're, they're kind of moving in a new direction. LeBron's kind of the old old news and, and kind of passing that torch, maybe. How, how many jerseys did LeBron like? How many jersey sales did he get after making that clutch three against the Warriors, though? True. Come on, LeBron, stop complaining, dog. True. And with that being said. That's actually it for this episode. Um, I'd like to thank, of course, JJ for being on. Thank you, man. Once again, happy 4th, everyone. Love you, America. John, thanks for being on. Happy 4th. Don't forget, Chris Paul's getting a ring this year. I know. I know. Can't (laughs) believe it. (laughs) Of course, shout out to RJ, the video producer. And I'm Rosa Panza. And this is the Clinic All-NBA Podcast. Come find us wherever you get your podcasts.